At least I know for me, there's areas of my life and heart that I have not invited a large group of people like an online audience or even some of my good friends into that place of my life because I'm not ready for any judgments that may be reflected there. And I'm just being honest and real that as much as I would love to say, hey, I'm an open book, here's everything about me. I still feel like there's places of my life where I struggle to do that. Welcome to the Called Forth Podcast. This is the place where we help ambitious women of faith to activate and break through the belief structures holding them back. I'm your host, Dawn Town, author of the book, Hashtag More Than Done, speaker, wife, and mama four. I'm going to show you how to go from stuck to called forth while connecting to the full expression of who God has made you to be and make this season your season in your life and your business. I believe God has called you forth from the very beginning and this is your season of awakening and activation. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Called Forth podcast. You know, I sat here for the past probably three to four minutes trying to adjust what I'm wearing. If you're listening on audio, this is completely irrelevant to you, but if you're watching on camera, you'll see I'm in this like fluffy fleece thing and I sat here for at least, I don't even know how long, but trying to get this to look remotely flattering and the way that I'm sitting and fleece, it just, I don't know that you can make it look flattering. Maybe probably people can, but I haven't figured it out. So anyway, I know that's totally irrelevant, but it kind of is with the topic that I'm going to be talking about today. And that is, no, no, sit. And that is the struggle of how to be real on social media and in relationships. And I thought of this because this weekend after Thanksgiving, it was a really kind of a low-key weekend for us. We, of course, got together with family, but there was definitely more downtime because we didn't have other plans outside of getting together with our families. And so I watched a bunch of back-to-back podcast episodes of Savannah Chrisley. Her podcast is called Unlocked. And it really hit me because she's so authentic and real and she's just genuine. She says what she thinks. And that's such an admirable quality. And not just somebody who says what they think, but they do it in a way that actually attracts you to them in the sense of what they say and how they say it, their authenticity, the genuine nature that they have is actually something you enjoy and you're drawn into that. And so that's definitely a skill that I admire. I think there's a huge difference between being authentic and genuine in a way that repels people or is offensive or any of those things. And there's uh, almost a magic or an art to doing it from a way that actually draws people into you. And this is a quality that I admire that I admire about Megan Kelly, for instance. She has these really pithy monologues that she does at the beginning of her show where she just says what she thinks in this just unabashed, genuine way that's like, yes, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm feeling. And she just kind of draws you in to her monologue in that way. And she just sets up her show so beautifully because then you're prepared and ready to listen to the remainder of the show with her guest. And I also see this with Cezanne Hendricks. She's an influencer that I follow, completely different than Megan Kelly and Savannah Chrisley, but just that really genuine person who kind of has some quirkiness to them that actually makes their personality really engaging and makes you want to tune in and watch and listen. And she says what she thinks. And it's one of those things when people do that, it actually makes you in some ways feel like you wish you could do that be that authentic. So when I I watched Savannah's podcast, I'm like, I just love the way 
that she just shows up and she says what she thinks. And it got me thinking about how I struggle sometimes to be really real and authentic on my podcast and in my relationships because I struggle a lot with whether or not people will get it or understand or whether I'll be judged for what I'm saying and what I'm thinking and sharing and being open. And I am somebody who was raised in more of a reserved home and private, quiet home. And so then as I've grown up and I've gone through different experiences in life, for me, it's the way that I've processed different things that I've walked through. And I'm not even talking about my home life growing up at home. I'm just like talking even outside of the home as I've grown up through my 20s and my 30s and where I find myself now. So many different circumstances in my life. I process process those from a place of turning inward and almost becoming more guarded and less outspoken. But then at the same time, here I am on a podcast and I've been doing speaking for the past two, three years since 2019, somewhere in there, 2018, 2019, a little bit before that here and there throughout the years, but more full time, I guess you want to say, or more consistently since 2019-ish. And so even though what I do right now is forward-facing and front-facing because my natural inclination is to be more guarded with my words and what I share, I have found it a challenge to connect authentically and genuinely, I feel like sometimes with what I share. I think this also relates back to my circumstances and who I'm surrounded with and those types of things. I don't always feel safe to share and be authentically me, but I would say I am learning perfectly imperfect to do this in a way that feels authentic and genuine to me. Just having these real conversations from this place of getting real as I safely feel prepared to do so, if that makes sense. Like you can be real and genuine without displaying everything. And that's kind of this tension that I feel like we all live into some degree as we're developing relationships and trying to make connections with people, determining who that person is to you in your life and whether or not you show them everything or just how deep you take that relationship. And I mean, I think in a lot of ways, it is wisdom to guard your heart in a lot of ways and be careful who you completely open up to. And, you know, when you have dreams and goals, being careful who you share those with in the beginning seedling phase, because they can easily be destroyed if you share it with somebody who's super negative or bringing all of the questions right away. And so in this struggle of how do you, me, everyone, how do how does you and me and anyone who's tuning in learn to share authentically and genuinely in this world of social media where we see so much at our fingertips like we look at so many people who figured it out they've run successful businesses they've got successful relationships they're in an environment where they're surrounded by like-minded people whether that's from a personal spec- spectrum or a spiritual perspective or maybe career-wise They're in this space of being around like-minded people. And then we look at where we're struggling in our own lives and we have this comparison game and we have to step up to be really intentional with how we're viewing other people's lives and then comparing it to our own. But as Jen Psaki would say to circle back to how this relates to showing up authentically online and in relationships, I think it's a journey and its growth. And I really think it's a slow release and surrender of caring what other people think. And it's one thing to say that with our lips and our words and 
think that, but it's another thing to go from the head to the heart and literally live that out and walk that out where you're releasing your fear about other people's opinions. It's just not something that always comes easily, especially when you think about our own personal stories and the things that we've walked through, because some of those things are very personal. They're very sensitive. And at least I know for me, there's areas of my life and heart that I have not invited a large group of people like an online audience or even some of my good friends into that place of my life because I'm not ready for any judgments that may be reflected there. And I'm just being honest and real that as much as I would love to say, hey, I'm an open book, here's everything about me, I still feel like there's places of my life where I struggle to do that. And I'm sure I'm not the only one. You know, we all have complicated stories that really need context in order to understand them. And we're all at different phases in our journey, growing and developing and maturing and all of the things. So my deeper conversation with this is really wrestling through how can I genuinely share authentically in a way that connects and draws people in to be engaged and at the same time guarding my heart from judgment that I may not be ready to face yet. And so when I see a podcast like Unlocked with Savannah Chrisley or Cezanne or Megan Kelly or all of the people that I really identify with and connect with, those people are inspiration for me and all reality. And I'm sure you can think of the people in your life that you follow online or the people you know in real life that are in inspirational to you for whatever reason you feel attracted to their story. So you're drawn towards them when they share. And I think that's a really beautiful thing. And it's an absolutely beautiful gift. And it's something I think we can all develop. It's not something that just only certain people have. I think we can all develop that skill of how to convey and articulate and communicate in a way that draws people in to engage where they where they feel like they're not being preached to or taught to, but rather drawn into a conversation and learning through that person's life and story. I think that's a skill that we can develop. That's something I know I'm working on. And so I guess the point of me diving deep into this conversation and really sharing from this place is basically to demystify this concept of how other people are able to just be an open book with no regard or care for other people's judgments or what they're thinking. And if I can tie back into my original thoughts as I was sharing this episode or starting to talk in this episode about this like fleece, it's because it looks really lumpy and crazy. And again, this is probably a really rudimentary version of me being able to just release. And on a superficial level, that's something really basic and simple. But I'm trying to tie in why you even shared that at the very beginning. And the last thing I'll say about this piece of the struggle to be real on social media is that so often when we have something that we feel like God has given us to share or do or walk out, we can so easily talk ourselves out of it because we start to think with all of these self-defeating and self-doubt thoughts of, does anyone really care what I have to say? Would anyone even really buy this product? Would anyone really want to engage with my business in this way? We start to talk ourselves out of ideas before we've even been able to run with them. And something that I'm being—I'm actually preparing to teach at a local high school in a few days relates back to this point. And it's that one of the myths, I think, of passion and career and purpose is that failure is the absolute worst and success is the only option. Or another way to put that would be failure is a waste, only success matters. That's a myth. Failure absolutely is not a waste. And so when we allow these thoughts to get to us and make a second guess what we feel stirred on our heart to do, 
we make failure out to be the worst possible outcome. But if the truth were to be told, we learn more from failure than we ever do success. And that's not just coming from me. Some of the greatest minds I know I've heard have echoed this very same sentiment. We learn more from failure than we do success. So even if your idea doesn't take, even if the business doesn't take off, even if it's not all that you wanted it to be in the grandiose vision that you have in your mind, it doesn't mean it was a failure. And you're going to learn so much along the way in the process of that, that made it worth the failure in the end. And I know it's one thing to say that it's another thing to live that and absorb that and walk in the feeling of failure that comes when things don't work out. But if you really evaluate some of the most successful people in the world, failure was a part of the process for them. And you're not any different. I'm not any different. And if we're willing to take the failure, take the L and keep on going, we will not have wasted that failure in any way. In fact, it will have served us in the most richest, substantive way possible. So no, success is not the only thing that matters. And so that is one myth and success of passion and career and purpose that I'm going to be speaking on in a few days, but I thought it was relevant to this conversation as well. And so while this conversation isn't filled with all of the solutions for do this, do that, I think it's good conversation to have to allow us to continue to think deeper about how we can genuinely and authentically show up on social media as we feel led to. That doesn't mean I think we should share all of our dirty laundry or share things that we're uncomfortable with. I know there is this phrase I hear often in the Christian world, like you should share your testimony, you should share your testimony. And depending on where you're at with it, you may be ready to, you may not be ready to, you may never share the full depth of the details of what you've walked through. And I don't want you to feel shame because of that, because I know when that's been said to me, I felt a lot of shame, like I'm wrong for not sharing every detail of my, so of my story. And maybe I'll get to the place one day where I do. But just know if that's a phrase that you've heard and it just didn't resonate or it hit you in the wrong way, don't let the enemy twist that in your mind as to say that you're a bad person because you're not sharing the full onslaught ugliness of what you've walked through. And at the same time, be open to the fact that maybe you're going to be challenged in that area and maybe one day you will, but don't allow it to be a stronghold of the enemy to keep you in fear over your story and what you've walked through, because that's exactly what he wants to do. If you're feeling shame and condemnation and guilt, that's definitely not from God. He brings righteous conviction. He challenges us. He asks us to step out by faith. There's certainly that, but that's a matter between you and God that you will Go back and forth with him on. And so if that's something you've heard, just keep that in mind as you're processing how you share your story. All right. Well, that's all for this episode of the Called Forth podcast. Thank you for tuning in and having this deeper conversation with me. Let's talk again next week. That's all we've got for this episode of the Called Forth podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also make sure to link up with us at www.dontown.com. That's D-A-W-N-T-O-W-N-E.com. And on social media. And please just share. Share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, you have been called forth. Oh,